Simon Butler here, first of a series of talks, reviews about games that meant and still do mean something to me. Um, as a die-hard platformer, some may take people by surprise. So I will start off with one of those, and that is Tin and Nogue from Gargoyle Games. Um, Tin and Nogue, for me, was a real head-scratcher. Um, I'd come into the industry in 83, and let me just check my details. 1984, Tin and Nogue. And, um, yeah, I think the main reason this game has stayed with me for so long is the fact that so soon in the um, in the industry Gargoyle games were really thinking outside of the box there was, there was no um, it wasn't a shooter um, it wasn't a platformer it was a puzzle game of sorts um, and it was an arcade adventure of sorts. It was very gentle and, I don't know, it was, it was very, very atmospheric. I mean, the main thing that, um, astounded me, and I don't use that word lightly for this title, uh, was the animation on the main sprite. Uh, and the animation, obviously, on the um, the she. I think that's how you pronounce them. Uh, let me. Oh, I. Anyway, Kukulan, um, his animation, the large stride in sprite. It was fascinating. It was just something really, really special. Um, I mean, it got me totally and utterly confused, literally within minutes. Um, the constant sort of the rotation, north, south, east and west. Um, and I kept losing where doors were and finding myself walking towards the, the spirits of the forest, the she. Um, and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, I eventually got to grips with it after repeated and constant failure. Um, I mean, I have to put my hand on my heart and say that when I first started playing it, I'm not sure if play, yeah, what, when I started interacting with it, um, I just I was bitterly disappointed. I, I just thought, what the hell is this? Is, is there actually a game here? But the longer I persevered, um, the more immersed I became in it. And as such, it has stayed with me, um, as has the, the prequel, Dundarak, and the kind of kind of um, connected Marsport. I mean, only connected due to the animation. 
But those three titles um, were benchmark titles for me. They really, really were, uh, especially being vaguely associated with Imagine uh, and their mega games, if we can call them that. Um, I think this showed what could be done without all the extra hardware and and while I don't know I mean I never completed any of the titles but I have watched people complete them online um, they are still as um, fascinating they're still as quirky they're still as they're still as downright odd now as they were in the mid 80s I mean when you consider the other titles that were out at the time and the kind of games that we were playing then Gargoyle really did set a precedent with this wonderful wonderful title um, I mean whether or not it was a big seller I don't know it got it got great scores I'm looking at them now uh, Crash 92 Sinclair User 9 uh, Personal Computer Games 9 out of 10 Sinclair Programs 87% Your Computer 4 stars Computer Gamer 4 stars Zap 64 87% actually I'm I'm kind of curious as to why why Zap um Gave it an 87. Um, not going to go digging around for it. Um, let's see, who reviewed it? Mm-hmm. Rignall, Penn, Wade. Um, mm, mm. I'm saying nothing. But, no, Tina Nogue, um, it, it's one of the definitive games from... That entire era. It's one of the games that stands out. Not through any um, predetermined quirkiness. Oh, let's be odd. Let's be let's be strange just to stick out from the crowd. Um, Greg Follis and Roy Carter set out to create something that was... Um, enchanting that was uh, atmospheric that had charm um, that was that had a connection to tales that were hundreds and hundreds of years old um, no nonsense about um, inheriting a mansion um, or having superpowers or jumping into a spaceship. It was based on folklore. It was based on old tales of Celtic England. Uh, what does it say here? Ternanog, the land of youth, the eponymous location for the game. The protagonist, Cucullan, has departed the land of the living and finds himself at an altar in this land, essentially an afterlife. His goal is to reunite the four fragments of the Seal of Callum and place it on the altar, 
all while avoiding the she. Um, I'm probably mispronouncing that word terribly, repeatedly, but um, this in no way diminishes how I feel about this particular game. Um, it really is as far outside of my um, comfort zone for games from that time. And even games now, uh, although possibly, pos I don't know. I mean, I, I have found myself playing more gentle games, games with little or no combat or uh, conflict of any kind. And possibly, possibly, I'd like to think that possibly the threads of Tiernanog have stretched across 40 years and influenced my gaming. But there you have it. Tiernanog, Gargoyle Games, um, I just think it's, it is what Gargoyle Games set out to create. Something truly magical. I hope you like it as much as I do. And I know full well that Specky fans will certainly be well aware of this title. So, a classic.